Welcome to Climate Action News 101, brought to you by We Don't Have Time. This new series focuses on partners and investors supporting We Don't Have Time. And next to me here in the studio, I have a counter. And this counter is counting down to 2030. And we need to have our emissions of carbon dioxide until 2030 in order to meet the climate, the Paris Agreement from, from Paris, the climate ambition from Paris. Uh, my name is Katarina Rolf-Stotter-Jansson, and I am the host of this program, and I'm delighted to have with me Christian Möller-Holst. He is CEO of Goodwings. Christian Möller-Holst is CEO and founder of Goodwings, the hotel booking site that offsets your entire trip. Using its carbon calculator, Goodwings predicts the carbon footprint of your trip, including hotel stay, transportation and food, and offsets the entire amount. Allowing memberships for people and companies for better rates, Goodwings envisions an ad-free, stress-free, carbon-neutral hotel booking experience. Goodwings is the hotel booking site that went through the corona crisis and decided to change for the better for it. In the middle of the pandemic, they secured 2 million euros, which they used to evolve their sustainable business model and move forward. Hello, thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Of I'm course, thrilled. Of course. So, Christian, um, I'd like to start with sort of a little bit of a serious question in terms of uh, fears. Uh, which are your deepest fears when it comes to climate change? Well, first of all, I would say that I recognize that climate change is real and it's happening. Um, and the fact that we continue to pump billions of tons of CO2 into the atmosphere with the way that we live um, is just, you know, terrifies me. And, and, and we're witnessing this, you know, mass extinction of species. And so there, there are many there are many fears um, around the, the, the aspect of, of climate. Um, at the same time, I do see many solutions popping up everywhere, uh, solutions addressing the climate crisis. Uh, but regarding those solutions, which ought to give me optimism, I have two fears. One is that the damages that, that we will, you know, um, do to the planet um, in the meantime will be irreversible, um, leaving a less inhabitable planet for future generations. And second, that it simply will take too long to carry out this massive change in the way we live, the infrastructure, the technology. Um, it's not really just a matter of Denmark or Sweden or the EU or the US changing. It's a global shift, which is literally going to take time in years and decades. So I hope that we will make it. So, Christian, you just told me before we started the interview that you are three children are playing downstairs. And as a father, um, I imagine that in order to get out of the bed, your bed in the morning and, 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 and uh, greet your children with, a, with, with the, you know, the love and the care that you do as a parent, you need to have some sort of hope too, in terms of that we will be able to, to fix this. So where does your hope lie when it comes to climate action? I think people are recognizing the, the need for change. I see investors driving investments toward renewable, green, good solutions. Um, so I have, as a, as a climate entrepreneur, I have the hope that the private sector, which in the first case has, you know, caused the problem, can also solve the problem. My fear, however, still is that 
we have this enormous fascination of technology. And what I fear is that this tech, this tech, techno, you know, fascination comes out of hand that we will not deploy enough money. We'll not invest enough in, in, in solving the problems that we've been causing for so many years. And as we run out of time, we will end up taking measures at use that should be left aside, like, you know, geoengineering, um, where we basically think that we with technologies can just, you know, reshift um, the, the bio balance that we've, you know, put out of uh, out of order. So, so at the same time, I have high hopes and optimism, and I can see firsthand from the environment that I'm also part of that things are going in the right direction. But we need to speed it up. We need to unlock much more money to solve the issues. You have founded a company um, uh, based on 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 your your fear for 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 climate change. And uh, where does your passion come from? And how did it start? I mean, how did you get the energy to really get up and do what you're doing? Well, fundamentally, I think I have a a, a love and a, an admiration for this planet that we've been giving the the nature, the trees, the animals, and 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 I think like most people, I enjoy it and I I, I feel connected to it um, on a, on a fundamental level. Um, so I simply cannot live with the fact that we're destroying what we can just, you know, see with our own eyes is, is amazing. So we, I, I have a, I have an inner urge to do my part. Um, the, the second part of the question, um, how do I get the energy? Um, we've, we've found a way to unlock vast amounts of money to solve, not to solve, but to mitigate the irreversible damages of climate change. And that gets me up very early in the morning every day. And this leads me, of course, to ask you, what does Good Wings do? People, not everybody watching this, might they might not know what you actually do in your company, Good Wings. So please sure. tell us. So, sure, I'd love to. So on the surface, if you go to Good Wings, you'll find that we are a hotel booking platform like, you know, ExpediaHotels.com or Booking.com. Underneath is a desire to enable people to travel in a way that is more aligned with our climate concerns. So what we do is we spend much less on advertising compared to any of our competitors. Basically, if you compile all our all our competitors, the major travel platforms, they spend altogether $45 billion every year on ads. So $45 billion that we are targeting and we're trying to funnel to climate change, to solve climate change. Hmm. So basically what we do is instead of using money on traditional ads like Google AdWords or Facebook or TV, we try to be innovative. We disrupt the way you go to market. We do partnerships like the one we have with We Don't Have Time, uh, like the one we have with Impact Hub or TechSoup out of San Francisco. So we work with partners who feel the same need for climate action. They help spread the word. We can lower the cost significantly. And by doing that, that allows us to have the, the funding to not only calculate your total travel emissions, but also remove all your emissions and we pay for it. Mm -hmm. So you basically get the same hotel room at the same rate, same terms and conditions, but included in the price is Goodwings taking responsibility 
for your total travel emissions. Not only the hotel, but your flight too, your transfers, your restaurant visits, everything is covered by us. So your net result is zero. We call it net zero travel. So people, I'm, I'm sure you get this, get to hear this on and off critique uh, that says, well, it's better that we don't obviously don't take that trip at all or we, we stay at home, which a lot of people have been doing during the pandemic. And now as Europe and the world hopefully soon will open up, people might go, oh, gung ho and want to fly to Thailand and, and New York over the weekends. And how do you address these these topics, these questions? Well, first of all, I think we need to get some concepts straightened out. I mean, carbon compensation, as you mentioned, or carbon offsetting really covers two things. Um, one is what you call avoidances, where you basically, you don't um, uh, reduce or remove emissions from the atmosphere, but you help, you, you help fund a project somewhere that um, avoids emitting more CO2, which is, which is good. Five, 10 years ago, it was tremendously important. It's becoming less important because it's now more cost efficient to actually open a new energy plant based on renewables as opposed to coal. Um, but the other type of compensation or offsetting is removal. You can remove CO2 from the atmosphere in two ways, technology driven, referred to as direct air capture or reforestation. So what we do is we invest in VCS verified reforestation projects. And I mean, we don't try to pretend that then the problem is solved. I think we are quite honest in, and, and straightforward in our, in our communication. And we encourage people to travel differently. Travel less, first of all. I see a lot of business leaders now pledging that we're going to cut down on business travel. And even though we are part of the travel industry and our income comes from this, I couldn't agree more. We need to cut down on travel. Secondly, we need to cut down on unnecessary travel. Why do you need to go to the Maldives to have an amazing experience with your family when you can go to Greece or Corsica or anywhere else within Europe? So I think we need to open our eyes that there are gems, you know, tourist destinations just around the corner that can satisfy us just as much. And also on your platform, you could choose other means of transportation that is not aviation, correct? So, so at, at the moment, it's hotels only, even though we take full responsibility and, and remove your emissions from your entire travel. But you can only book the hotel through us. Um, of course, as we go, as we progress, we want to have uh, opportunities to serve our clients with transportation means too. Um, however, from my point of view, I would love not to have flights on the website until we also have trains because we are going to stick to being that activistic company saying, well, Katerina, you're booking a flight to Copenhagen, you're sitting in Stockholm, consider taking the train. So you, know, you, you can also be nudging uh, on your platform. Sure. I mean, we, already today, as when you book a hotel, we ask, we basically have two data points. We can see from your IP address, Katerina is sitting in Stockholm, booking a hotel in Copenhagen. And then we ask of you, how are you getting to the hotel? So knowing your route, Knowing your type of transportation, we can calculate your total travel emissions. Um, but we also disclose that to you. So we kind of inform you on, wow, I can actually go to Copenhagen and emit only a hundred tons or a hundred kilos, or I can emit 800 kilos. Okay. So base your decision on, on facts. Mm -hmm. This is a truly great way of, of, of making us aware uh, of the yeah. consequences of, of our actions, of course. So, um, now, um, in the 
soon to be post pandemic world well we still don't know when that's going to be fully uh, of course correct the term of, of of our lives but uh, how do you think the travel industry will be um, bouncing back or or changing and reacting to to what what what, what what's going to happen um as mentioned before i think business travel is going to is going to diminish uh, i think we're going to see less business travel i i don't think it's going to um we're going to see you know, massive cutdowns, honestly. I, I talk to a lot of businesses um, and they all tell me that they're just waiting to get out there to, to you know, get their business their businesses back on track. So, but I think what we're going to see is unnecessary business trips. You know, you don't fly to Zurich for that one hour meeting. You do a Zoom call. Um, leisure travel is going to be interesting. Uh, are gonna, are people are going to travel differently because they're not comfortable. They don't feel safe. Um, going to the airport, uh, are they going to take their, their car or go by other means of transportation, bus or train? So I think we're going to see changes. Um, I hope that we don't just fall back and travel as we did pre-COVID. And we are, we see ourselves as that enabler, that catalyst for change, because since we don't make it more expensive, there is really no reason that why anyone should not choose to travel net zero with us. No, it's 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 very appetizing when you go into your own your check out your platform and and just the way of of making our choices, uh, making us aware of our choices is it's it's um, me as a climate activist for many many years. It, it makes me happy because I've been trying to avoid other booking sites because it, it it doesn't make sense to me. But but you have a very different approach, and that's wonderful that you're also on board on we don't have time. So I'm I'm curious, how did you? How did you encounter and how, why did you hook up with We Don't Have Time? Uh, I think I learned about We Don't Have Time through a post uh, on, on LinkedIn, actually. Um, you guys are really, really good at being, at being out there. Um, and I was kind of like immediately fascinated by the seriousness of the platform um, and the aim or the vision of creating a constructive dialogue around climate. Um, I don't see it as overly optimistic. Rather, I see it very realistic and fact-based, which is what I what I like. Um, but you still have that mindset of giving people hope and wanting to showcase solutions, as you were giving me the opportunity to tell what we're doing here. So, I think in in many ways it was you know an, an instant post that ca caught my attention and wanted to to hear more. Now we're working together in in, in different ways. So I'm thrilled about it. So Christian, uh, what do you think this can do for for Goodwings for your for your business case? Um, um, there, there's a kind of like a quote or a saying in the B Corp community, um, which is which can come off a bit tacky, but I really believe it. Um, it's not about being the best in the world, but for the world. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I that that's really my passion and my dream with Goodwings. We're not scaling Goodwings for profit only. We're scaling Goodwings because we want to have a massive impact on the industry and help, you know, play a part in solving the climate crisis. So for us to be the best for the world, we need to understand the needs. And we don't have time gives us the opportunity to have this dialogue. It's like a feedback source where people can, you know, give us feedback on new initiatives. What are we doing? Are we doing a good job? Is it, uh, could we improve? What should come next? Should, should we have flights and trains or should we never go down that route, but instead 
you know, highlight eco hotels. So it, it's kind of like a platform for dialogue, but on a on a more serious basis, um, where you don't have this non-fact based um, elements destroying the conversation, really. And not so many ads. And not so many ads. True. For sure. For sure. No, we, we, we share that. We share that. <laughs> so, so, Christian, in terms of, of response uh, on your activities on, uh, together with and on the platform on We Don't Have Time, could you tell us about the response? I can. Um, we've gotten quite a lot of response, both on the platform, but also I can see from people writing straight to us, but they've heard about us um, through through you guys. And as I, as I said before, it's, it's, it's really valuable feedback. Um, in some cases, the feedback has actually resulted in changes in our product roadmap, meaning what are we going to invest in, in, in developing next? Um, what features are we prioritizing uh, as opposed to others? So it's it's feedback that is actually having an impact. Of course, and now you're be very curious. What kind of what kind of uh, suggestions uh, sort of change your business plan or your your output? Can you give, an, um, give us an example? I can give you two examples. Um, first of all, we've gotten a lot of both positive and negative uh, feedback on the notion of net zero travel. Are we kind of legitimizing that you can just get into an airplane and good wings will take care of your emission by removing it? And what kind of offsetting are we using? So it gives us the opportunity to say, well, we need to make people aware that, I mean, 99% of the world's population or 99.999 are going to continue traveling without taking responsibility of their emissions. We want to get more and more people onto our platform so we can verifiably remove their emissions. And when I say verifiably, I mean, we don't just, we don't just support these random tree planting projects that you see all over the world where there is no verification. You have no certainty that the trees are actually there three, five, 10, 20 years later. So we want to do it right. And it gives us the opportunity to explain in details what we're doing. But in but to answer your question, we some of the feedback has resulted in some minor changes in the way we communicate. And also um, in terms of Eco hotels. We've we've been asked a lot about why don't you highlight the hotels that are performing best in terms of um, climate or general eco perspective, and it it also gives us the opportunity to say, well, we'd love to, we'd love to, but currently there are more than eight hundred so-called green hotel certifications, so it's really not as easy as it seems. And should we just go ahead and pick one that is a national or regional, but doesn't cover this and that aspect, or should we try to develop our own? So currently, we're looking into kind of making an aggregation of some of the existing labeling systems and potentially adding that to the platform sometime in probably 22. So any any more, anything else you want to share that you want to achieve um, further uh, in, in your in your development? Um. What 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 we want to achieve is a massive shift in the way we travel, the impact that this industry has on the planet, and the reason I started Good Wings five years ago was I was not a, I was not in travel I was not in tech I had a I had a, a consulting company in health something completely different. The reason I started this was my co-founder and I met a guy, an executive from the industry who said. People are never going to travel, you know, sustainable because they're not willing to pay for it. And we started to 
can that really be the case? You know, the demand for greener, you know, more climate-friendly travel options is there. But we learned it is actually the case. We have, not we, but, you know, the industry has created this enormous focus on price. Price is the only thing, the only parameter you really look at. And all the aggregators comparing prices across different platforms are just making it better or worse, you know, depending on how you view it. So, of course, I want to get, you know, a hotel as cheap as I can, but I also want to travel more responsible. I might be willing to pay more, but most people are not. So to include it into the price by introducing this new business model of not going to market traditionally, we hope for massive change. And how can we get that? Well, so um, coming back to your question, one of the things that we really hope to achieve and to to be excellent in is to get client ambassadors. The more people that you you also told me just before the interview started that every opportunity that you have, you you tell about Goodwings, and I'm very thankful because we need that. And I I hope in a in, you know in a in a year or two, a couple of years ahead, I hope that we can really be good at getting. Uh, client ambassadors. Everyone who uses Goodwings will want to share it with their clients. So that's up to us to create that amazing user experience and transparency all throughout the experience and the business model as such. And of course, being on the exposing yourself to to uh, opening your up, opening yourself up for climate dialogue is a is a way of 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 really being transparent and and moving along in 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 pace with your with your clients. So it is. It is. And I, I, I would say I encourage all companies to get on We Don't Have Time's platform, be open for climate dialogue, especially if you're a company that is, you see yourself as, you know, part of the solution because you need this feedback and there's no better way of getting it on this platform. Well, thank you so much, Christian, for being with us, uh, CEO at Goodwings and uh, wonderful name, by the way. You really get what it is, uh, um, making good in, in, in the travel travel world. Um Thanks for Thank joining you for me. And uh, all of you watching this, check out what they're doing. And of course, interact with all companies and uh, share climate love and warnings if you want, if you need. There is, is many ways of, of being active on the We Don't Have Time platform. And stay tuned for more interviews on Climate Action News 101. The next interview coming up is with a representative from the United Nations, from the United Nations Development Program, Cassie Flynn, who is a strategic climate advisor. Uh, so she's coming up next. And thank you so much. And don't forget this one. The counter, uh, counting is down because we really don't have time. Thank you and take care. Bye-bye.